Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Fifth and Broad officially hits the market looking for a new buyer. A restaurant tech company is beginning to put roots down in Nashville. Plus, to continue our Middle Tennessee Lakes adventure series, we stay in Nashville with none other than Percy Priest Lake. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. morning and happy monday nashville happy and monday everybody if you're thinking nashville like us greg the google guy who will be joining us on scene later today and uh everybody else if you're thinking nashville make sure that you are thinking brad and right now brad is in a major giveaway uh spree right now with some swag bags and also uh an ipad And so if you want the chance to win that iPad, uh, you can text him at 615-856-3270 and make sure you subscribe and bring subscribers over to Think Brad, the YouTube channel. He has a lot of insightful videos about Nashville over there on his Think Brad YouTube channel and uh, text him and you'll find out how to uh, to enter. And he has a video on his YouTube channel explaining that a little bit more so make sure you head over to think brad the youtube channel and subscribe there also text him over at 615-856-3270 um i'm hyped up Stuart and i talked about this behind the scenes uh because if you watch the interview with brad which go in our archives just a few episodes ago we interviewed uh with brad to kind of get his 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 take on what's going on in nashville right now and his story um, we, we, we think it's, it's time for a, uh, a face off with Stuart and Brad oh, uh, with some Nashville knowledge. And, uh, that's probably going to be the next segment with Brad upcoming. So, uh, Brad, if you're listening Get ready. and Stuart, it's, uh, time to hit the books. I, uh, maybe I hit, we'll do I a little montage every day. Maybe we'll do a little montage instead of like, you know, people getting ready for a big race and you're, you're like, running it. Yeah, yeah. It's a montage with like studying Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. I we'll, think that's we'll great. To, <laughs> go to the library. <laughs> I think we need to do this yeah. on a party bus. I, I th- yeah, there's there's a lot of fun stuff that I think uh, we'll have planned there. If you want to see something like a battle royale or you have something else creative that could be really fun to test Nashville knowledge, let us know in the comments and uh, and we'll be, we'll be sure to give but it a try. But I if, think in the meantime, it, head to Think Brad YouTube channel or thinkbrad.com. I think it could be a relatively new series for us. We do uh, quizzes or fight offs or whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it'd be fun. With the, 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 the quest for Nashville knowledge. Yeah. Who is the most knowledgeable <laughs> Nash person, Nash person, Nash person. Uh, there's a common theme in Nashville happening right now. It seems like every building and its mother oh. is going for sale. <laughs> and uh, we have two buildings that we're about to talk about that. And that's not all of them. We're not covering all of them sale. today. No, there, there's so many. And it's crazy that we talked about this last week with, the company that's going to be selling one of the buildings and they bought a warehouse in town. And we talked about that last week, but the first building we need to talk about, this is the Fairlane hotel. We have Greg, the Google guy on the street. Ooh. He is on the corner of he Union ready. Street and fourth Avenue. And uh, he's blurring out the signs, So we can't read those real quick. Uh, but this is the Fairlane hotel. And this just sold to a, a company based out of Dallas, Texas for $40 million. Wow. 
Uh, and a lot of these, these are uh, a lot of these transactions that we're going to be talking about. Nothing's really going to change about the place that's there. No, just an ownership change, which did you realize, um, the Indigo hotel changed names in Nashville to the, uh, uh, it was like some country, uh, country suites thing. I can't remember exactly what really? it is now, but yeah, it, it's, uh, no longer Indigo is not on there. It's, uh, oh, they got rid of that little like neon sign up top. So there's still some lights up there, but it's, huh. you know, in Indigo, it's not, it's not the Indigo touch. Uh, so which is very interesting. Not. So I, I guess that also you can say goodbye to the, uh, maybe the addition that they were <laughs> going to put up top there. Yeah. Uh, so another building that just hit the market last week. Very surprising. This, this is crazy. Cause we talked about this, uh, last week they bought the company that owns this co- uh, place in downtown. Uh, they bought a warehouse near the airport and we're like, what is going on? And now they're putting this on the market and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> and, uh, so this is the best mixed use development in the city of Nashville right now. Once the Nashville yards is fully finalized, that's going to become the best. Uh, yep. But th- as of right now, fifth and Broadway is currently up for sale, which is crazy to think about. It's only a year old. Uh, they just celebrate their one year celebration uh, or anniversary a couple weeks ago or about two months ago. And now it's on the market. So, um, Bergen Dossett, the company's vice president of mixed-use development, said in an emailed statement that the move is a recapitalization effort. He said in a quote, Fifth and Broadway is a thriving mixed-use complex. Okay, so why sell it? And we are proud of its development and success. We remain bullish on the city and eager to explore opportunities to grow there over time. You know, probably with properties like we saw that warehouse. over off Elm Hill yep. um, that we talked about there. Um, Fifth and Broadway's project cost is estimated to be $430 million. Uh, its construction loan had a $360 million outstanding uh, bill as of March 31st, uh, and, and it matures in July of 2024. Um, so, which is very interesting because the we, we had looked at the, the company that pretty much heads up Brookfield, um, and they have uh, $975 uh, billion, billion dollars in assets. assets. Uh, so it's very interesting to see these uh, these moves that are being made at these top-level uh, agencies that, that, you know, just buying and selling properties all over the place. And, uh, you know, nothing's really going to change about Fifth and Broad, I hope. Yeah, I hope. Um, but it, it is a very interesting and, and very unexpected thing to see. All right, so there's a new company coming into Nashville, and they have a very large presence already in the restaurant scenes here in Nashville. Yep. But they're opening a logistic operation in Antioch, and then I'm not sure exactly what part of Antioch, probably near the mall, uh, the global mall. Uh, but this is a company based out of Boston called Toast. So Toast, you've probably seen them. There, there are a lot of the either point of sale systems or the little handheld things that you yep. swipe your, your credit card into at restaurants. Uh, the company focuses, according to the National Business Journal, on providing a digital platform to streamline operations for restaurants. Uh, but the Nashville uh, location of Toast's um, uh, kind of um, operations will be used for logistic purposes. Um, so it'll be as a, it'll be also a configuration center to bolster the company's fulfillment, shipping, inventory management, and distribution of hardware. I mean, Nashville is a much better place for that than Boston. That's true. Uh, that's just without a doubt. We're a lot closer to a lot of places than Boston is. 
And uh, so that's that's pretty cool to see that happening there. And just a small it's, little presence in Nashville. It's funny. So they're going to be doing logistics and the location that they're at in Antioch. It's probably the worst is, place to do on, logistics. 3868 Logistics Way. That's the, the name of oh, the Oh, that's road. very interesting. I was uh, I was thinking if they were going to be global near Global Mall, what a terrible place to drive around. I don't think it is. I think it's in the big okay, that's warehouse good. All right, district. So, so we have Greg. He's he's already there. He's already there. Oh my god! He got the from Fairlane Hotel to Antioch <laughs> in two minutes. He knows secrets we don't. Ooh man! So uh, nice little aqua truck right there. But I believe it's that warehouse that's right in front of. Okay, it. so that's better, and it's off Old Hickory yeah. Boulevard. So. A little bit better than, but it than just, what we thought. It's funny that they're doing logistics on logistic way. Yeah. I now mean, let's talk about some local <laughs> Nashville food. Uh, I had the opportunity to eat at BB's Barbecue in Franklin, and this is off, off of Highway 96. Oh, I had man. the smoked turkey sandwich with the white Alabama sauce. That's a go-to. It is my favorite sandwich there. I love their brisket sandwich, but their turkey sandwich is just it's cooked to perfection. And uh, turkey doesn't weigh down my stomach as much as brisket. It's fair. And so I always get that turkey sandwich. But with that white Alabama sauce, it makes it perfect. It's just a great barbecue sandwich. One of the, the uh, what was your experience in terms of like average experience? Great. Okay. So-so. Um, it was great. <laughs> I, I've never had a bad experience at BB's barbecue. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. It makes it hard to compare at that point. It's, it's all good. It's truly one of the best barbecue restaurants in middle Tennessee. And we have some very exciting things coming in the future regarding barbecue and history. So just stay on, on the on the watch for that stuff. There you go. All right, let's head over to Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's Nashville Explorers tip of the day. Uh, it's a great day to explore the neighborhood of 12 South. We've covered this neighborhood extensively here on the podcast. We actually have a playlist called Tour Around Nashville 12 South. So if you want to have some insight into what 12 South is, the history, the culture, uh, all of the restaurants and we, since we did that series, a lot of them closed and now they're different restaurants. And so it looks like we're going to have to redo that series. That's what happens when you deal with restaurants prior and then after a pandemic. Yeah. You know, who'd have thought? Who, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, but my favorite place on 12 South is probably becoming a piece, but right across the street, you've told me about this twice, Aaron, and I have not gone yet. Mm. Was it called Frice? It's yeah, like a fries cream. Fries cream. Oh my gosh. Fries and ice cream. Thanks for reminding me. Like I, I'm desperately wanting some right now because you said it, it is uh, a, a great place to replace a meal with terrible food, yeah. uh, terrible food. That's the terrible for you, but incredible uh, tasting food. They combine fries and ice cream. They don't like kind of mash everything together. It's like you get a, a tray of fries in a nice basket um, and then you get a cup of, of a fairly decent portion of ice cream with that. You'll probably look at around $10 at your minimum for something like this, but it's an entire meal replacer. Do any of the fries have meat on them? Um, no, they don't. Oh, bacon um, and ice cream. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. A lot yes. of, a lot of topping possibilities. I can't remember okay. the, the full meat variety of that. And I don't think there's too much because, uh, you want it to still me mesh with the ice cream. So they're kind of keeping that in mind at the same time. I think you'd have to have an entire, the other fry concept that's over on Jefferson 
that's that's where you're gonna get that kind of stuff. The lady bag yeah. fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where you're gonna get all gonna the be, crazy fry combinations. We're gonna hopefully be doing everything. a tasting with them soon. So yeah, I'm excited to have the fries. Yeah. So if you're looking for a great, hopefully it's not hitting 110 uh, in the feels like conditions like it was on Friday. Um, so if if you're looking for a great snack and a great cool treat, um, try fry cream over there in 12 South and just uh, take a stroll down the neighborhood. All right, that is Explorers Nashville tip of the day. Today's episode of Nashville Daily is in part brought to you by Bowtie Barber Club. They are located in the heart of Donaldson. Uh, I love getting my haircut there. I also love having some coffee with some bourbon in it while getting my haircut. So it yeah. just makes for a great experience. Uh, so if you're looking for a place to get your hair cut or your beard shaved or trimmed, uh, you need to visit bowtiebarberclub.com. Or your Ears waxed, waxed, ear waxed, nose, nose waxed, waxed. I may get my eyebrows waxed sometime, just the, <laughs> like the tops of them, not the whole thing. I don't know. We'll see. If it, if we do it, it's going to be on our YouTube channel or on our TikTok. There you go. All right. So continuing in our lake series, Friday we kicked off the Middle Tennessee Lakes Adventure series. Uh, it's a summertime. It's warm. It's going to be warm for a long time. If this is your first time in Tennessee or Nashville, uh, welcome. It, it stays hot until late October here. Uh, so lots of opportunities to experience adventure here. That's why we have this Middle Tennessee's Adventure Series. We're, we're using lakes right now to kick this off. And uh, we actually we did this a year ago, but we didn't have a video podcast. So now you'll be able to see more than you were able to uh, imagine in the past. If you remember us talking about this stuff, uh, we kicked off with Radner and uh, it's an incredible episode of, I would encourage you guys to uh, go back a day in the archives. Listen to that. You can do that over at Nashville daily podcast.com. But today we're staying here in Nashville uh, to continue our middle Tennessee uh, Lake series. And we're staying with, um, an incredibly, uh, a lake that's probably just as large as the, 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 uh, city limits itself of Nashville's. It, it feels like that. Um, if you look at a map and you look at like the core of Nashville and this lake, this lake is bigger. It's absolutely incredible. And this is of course, if you haven't already guessed, uh, J Percy priest Lake. Most people call it just Percy Priest Lake because they always <laughs> they always drop the J. Uh, but this lake is very significant in size compared to Radnor Lake. Radnor uh, Radnor Lake is thirteen hundred and sixty eight acres. This lake is so much bigger. It's fourteen thousand two hundred acres, and predominantly Oof. it's in Davidson County and parts of Rutherford County, and there's even parts of that's, Wilson that's County. Say, that probably touch, tips into Wilson as well. Yeah, that touch Percy Priest. Uh, so we have Greg, the Google guy. He is in a spaceship or something. He's doing something cool. Go back to uh, let's uh, let's go back to yeah, this. The, the this map view actually looks better. This, this map view to kind of get a sense of of what it looks like. All right, Greg, take off the... Uh, Great, Greg, go... Oh. Greg, what are you doing, Greg? What is happening? Greg is spazzing. Okay, there we go. There we go. Greg was having a moment. Let's take a guys. look at... And, just... and put Nashville more in the center as well uh, to see the size of Percy Priest compared to Nashville. It is a monster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it it spans, I think, longer, longer than the length of of uh, Nashville from, from beginning to end, almost, if we were to put it side by side. 
Yeah, so <laughs> that'd be it, fun to it, do. It's a it's a large lake, so over fourteen thousand acres. And the re- the really cool thing about this lake that's different than Radnor Lake, you can actually fish in this lake, you can swim in this lake, you can use boats on this lake, you can have camping adventures at this lake. So there, there's a lot more attractions and activities for this lake. One thing I really want to do is I want to zoom into some of these islands because the name of these islands are hilarious. So this is my favorite island on uh, Percy Priest Lake. <laughs> this is Bear Island. And so if you turn it upside down, it actually looks like a bear. It's like a little cub. Yep. And then uh, you have this. This is another great island. A pig, pig, pig Island. island. <laughs> yep. And then you have this island. And then I, I want to really know who named this one. It's Hole in the Wall Island. They probably used to have a small little shack over there. Yeah. Uh, and then there's Hotel Island, and then there's Motel Island. That's so funny. Uh, and then there's Pear Island, Mousetail Island, uh, <laughs> Hunter Island, Rock Island, and Pool Knobs Island, River Bend Island. There's a lot of islands. The, on, there, uh, there, Percy Priest. There are a lot of islands. So uh, just a little bit more about Percy Priest. How did it get its name? Because normally. Uh, lakes are usually named when, when the Corps of Engineers uh, make a, a lake, and this is a man-made lake. Um, normally, they name it, it says here uh, on the, the Corps of Engineers website, normally named for a nearby geographical place, such as an incorporated town, a ferry, or landing site. Only through a congressional act can a name can a project be named for an individual? And that is James Percy Priest. It's, uh, so James Percy Priest uh, is named in the, the lake, is honor in, in honor of Representative James Percy Priest, who was a high school teacher, coach, and reporter editor for the National Tennessean before he was elected to Congress. He represented Nashville and Davidson County from 1940 until his death in 1956. That's really cool. Uh One thing we didn't mention before when we were talking about how many acres of water there was, we didn't talk about how many acres of land there is for public and public lands around the lake. Yeah. There's 18,852 acres of public land, and then there's 10,768 acres devoted to wildlife management. Yep. Um, And then, you know, how did this project end up coming to be? Like I said, it's man-made. So this always uh, also... This goes back a long way. This goes back to the 1700s. Uh, the project history site, according to the uh, Army Corps of Engineers website, in the 1700s, a wandering hunter by the name of Uriah Stone turned up a small river, which was later named in his honor. So Stone's River. Yep. He founded a country of open grassland, cedar barrens, and woodlands, uh, which so abound, uh, so abounded in game that uh, it staggered his uh, imagination. The Stones River Basin had long been favored hunting grounds of the Creek, Chickasaw, Shawnees, and Cherokees. Andrew Jackson followed some years later and built a magnificent uh, columned mansion on the plantation uh, near the Stones River, which he called the Hermitage. We've talked a lot about that here on the podcast. 200 years later, the Congress of the United States, by the authority of the Flood Control Act of 1946, which will contribute to a lot of the lakes that we talk about here, uh, commissioned the construction of a project under the name Stewart's Ferry Reservoir named after Stewart's Ferry Pike. Yep. Uh, so uh, after 1958, they changed the name to J. Percy Priest in honor of the late congressman from Tennessean. Construction began June 2nd, 1963, and the dam was completed in 1968. The 33,052-acre project is managed by Natural Resource Management staff under the district commander in Nashville. Um, so pretty cool how this. Uh, 
how this came to be. Even uh, we're going to be talking a little bit later about uh, an abandoned town that also uh, ended up underwater because of this project. Well, so you may be wondering to yourself, how many miles is this in acres? Oh, so gosh. just on the lake shore, it's 42 miles around the lake shore, which is, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but one thing that had to happen for this lake to become a reality there was a town called Old Jefferson, which was located in Rutherford County. It was actually the county seat for Rutherford County at one point. <laughs> crazy. And uh, this is coming from onlyinyourstate.com. So this is the first, um, this is the first county seat for Rutherford. For, first county seat. And then they ended up moving it down to Murfreesboro. And uh, what's really interesting is they had to basically buy this town burn down all of the buildings and then allow the floodgates to open with the <laughs> stones river. And so it, it ended up filling and destroying this town. So we have some photos of what this old town would have looked like. No, um, would have, I, I, or is it, this? What, it, what it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this I, is uh, old Jefferson. This photo was taken. It doesn't say when it was taken, but uh, it's an old <laughs> building. Uh, and then you have these little properties so it's crazy that this town was there for probably 150 years, and then it was destroyed, uh, and all the town was burnt down and then flooded. And apparently, you'll see a little footnote um, under that plaque there. Uh, the town was actually located on the historic Trail of Tears. Yep. Uh, within four and a half years to uh, with four and a half years to build the dam, all the residents of Old Jefferson were told that their homes would be underwater. Only a matter of years to kind of get. I, I mean, that's a long enough time to kind of get your stuff in order. And uh, did somebody go door to out. door and say, "Hey, there's a flood." Coming. Hey, just uh, there's, a, there's <laughs> they're a, like a they're like an Old Testament prophet. Yeah, they're and like, they're hey, like there's I don't believe you. There's a flood. There's coming. a flood. <laughs> Don't you see all those construction vehicles digging right now? There's a flood coming. Yeah. The land was bought up. The entire town was burned to the ground, which must have been a very fun project for a few people. Oh, yeah. Those firefighters were loving that. Yeah. And uh, now the entire the entire town is still underwater, which is awesome. Uh, water and the water draining into a hidden caves in a place that is now called Long Hunter State Park. Did you know there's hidden caves off of the lake? <sighs> I figured there's there a lot. Be. There's a lot in in uh, Tennessee, but I don't think I knew that. Okay, so speaking of Long Hunter State Lake, you may be wondering what type of activity Long Hunter State Park. Oh, state. <laughs> did I say lake? Yeah, Long Hunter State <laughs> Lake. Uh, so Long Hunter State Park. Uh, so you may be wondering what type of activities there are. So the only state park that's on this um, lake is Long Hunter State Park. I love going to Long Hunter because the amount of trails that are right next to the lake. I think altogether, uh, not including the volunteer trail, I believe it's like 10 miles of trails. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, but right. that's just in one area. That's not including all of the other areas that have trails. Uh, we actually are going to pull up a little trail map from uh, percypriestlake.com just so you guys have an idea of all the trails. And, and like Sir said, Long Hunter is the only state park. There's a lot of there, – there's – probably dozens and dozens of city parks in between Nashville city parks, Rutherford County city parks or yep. Murfreesboro city parks Wilson County or, or uh, Mount Juliet city parks. There's a lot along the shores of Percy priest Lake that are not state, but city parks. All right. So we actually, this is coming from Percy And uh, we have a few different things. You can see all the different trailheads and different recreation areas of Percy Priest Lake. Um, so there's also uh, a lot of things to do. We Radner was, is comes up short a lot. When we talked about Friday things to do, 
Well, just about everything that you can do on a lake, traditionally, you can do at Percy Priest Lake. Uh, So that includes camping, that includes fishing, that includes boating, um, and and that includes uh, you even even uh, um, uh, like beach beach going. Yeah, uh, and then there's also RC boating. So like if you have oh yeah, that's boats, right. You could do that kayaking, wild, kayaking, well, uh, paddleboarding, paddleboarding, all that stuff. Um, and then there's an area that's really cool. This is called the Cook Day Use Area, and they have a bunch of pavilions and whatnot, and they also have playgrounds and everything. And so, like, you could do full-blown cookouts there. Like, it's just an incredible place that's away from downtown Nashville if you want to get away from the crowds. Yeah, tons of tons of camping uh, as well. And then uh, um, not to mention um, once you're uh, – well, let me go back to the beach thing because you can actually – uh, go to the beach and there's a, a great area that has a lot of activities and that's Nashville shores. Yeah. So Nashville shores has a water park. They have a little beach type thing. They have a resort on the property. They also have the treetop adventure. Uh, they have a, a marina. Uh, there's multiple marinas found throughout the lake. I believe there's 10 or so marinas found, uh, but there's so much to do on the lake. You literally could spend multiple days there. And not be bored. Yeah. And this National Shores, they're most well known for their water park. Um, and uh, I think that they've uh, I think they've lowered their prices in the past year or two. Let's uh, uh, a little what, bit let's see what and daily because tickets are, because uh, I think they're they've been offering recently like free parking with a yeah. ticket. Thirty four ninety nine per day, uh, which is I mean, that's still expensive. I think I think that they're uh, putting in some things that they probably didn't have like free parking before. Um, and I, they're just, if you're going to national shores, get a season pass. Yeah. The season it's pass like the cost is of a ticket. And a half. So yeah. you just buy two tickets and you can bring a friend with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like bring a friend. That's, that's yeah. cool. No, no brainer there. Um, one of the things you can also do, um, that you can't do at Radnor is enjoy a nice restaurant, um, on the, on the shores of, of, uh, Percy priest Lake, or just right around the perimeter. A lot of the marinas, have uh, locations where you can eat. I've had some fantastic food um, on the waterways of Percy Priest Lake. And then there are some classic national restaurants that also have a presence near the lake. Yeah, so some of the best restaurants that are almost directly near the lake, you have Betty's uh, Lou's Lounge. Uh, It looks like they just serve like Americana type food, like cheeseburgers and hot dogs and pizza. Another one is Shipwreck Cove, uh, and this is at the Elm Hill Marina. And let's see what their menu is real quick. I think I've been to shipwrecks and, and I think they're, I think they're pretty good. It's been a long time. A lot of this is off of Stewart's Ferry Pike. Uh, we mentioned Stewart's Ferry as the name when the, when this project first began in the forties and fifties. Um, and so you have Stewart's Ferry Pike um, that is uh, mainly along the West side and the West shores of the lake. I'm not seeing what their menu is, but I assume it's like, hamburgers, hot dogs, and pizza, the easy stuff. Uh, then another one that's found almost exactly on the lake is Hoppy's Harbor Grill, and it looks like they serve the same. Oh, they also have breakfast, uh, which is super that's, nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, but it, it's the same thing. Americana, burgers, fries. Sure. Yep. And then the best restaurant that's near the lake, it's not exactly on the lake. It's close. It, it's darn close, but this is <laughs> Monell's. 
Uh, Monell's is hands down one of the best restaurants found near Percy Priest Lake. And Monell's is a super interesting thing. So I'm talking about the airport location. You're like, well, they're in Germantown. That's not near the lake. No, I'm talking about the airport it's location. It's off Murfreesboro, it's right? Off, yeah, it's off of Murfreesboro. And this is the actual uh, the manor, like their huge house. But the cool thing about Monell's is you sit down with strangers at your table, and it's basically all you can eat for a great price of around $35. That's what I'm saying. That could be the best or worst experience, depending on how you want to eat. Yeah. If you, if you don't want to talk to anybody, then don't go to Monel's. <laughs> um, but all you can eat breakfast for seventeen ninety five. Uh, lunch is seventeen ninety five on Saturdays. Sundays it's twenty three ninety five for dinner. It's twenty two ninety five. So like it's an incredible place. We just need to show some of this fried food real quick, Aaron. It is Monel's is is pretty incredible. Um, if you're watching. Um, if you're listening, then hopefully you can hear the great food. If you're watching, hopefully you can see it as well. We're just looking at some fried chicken right now. So just imagine the, the sound of fried chicken in the pan. Uh, so that's a great restaurant near Percy Priest. Uh, Aaron, what is your favorite thing about the Percy Priest Lake? Well, I was about to say, let's see if Greg has any visuals of Percy Priest Lake. I'd love to, to see what he can come up with. But one of the, my favorite things about Percy Priest Lake is uh, how many uses it provides for uh, for Nashvilleians? What, whether you want to go paddleboarding or whether you want to go to some of the beach locations like Nashville Shores, uh, there are places, there are overlooks where you can just go. It's close to Nashville Shores, one of the parks where it's just you can kind of walk around and see the uh, amazing. That's a, a great view that I think is is a place where though that's that Stone River's uh, Greenway area. Um, it's interesting that that it took you there, yeah. Um, but I, I love how vast it is. You can go there at just about any day and see sporting boats. You can see sailboats. You can see um, uh, paddle boarders, kayakers, uh, jet skiers. I think there's, there's fisher there's people who are divers. fishing. There's some people that do that. Too well, in the lake, yeah, but they it's only do that when they have to go to recovery missions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have Greg, the Google guy on the interstate. I do not advise standing on the interstate <laughs> to get a photo like this. Uh, but what's really interesting is ultimately Percy Priest Lake was made to be the reservoir of Nashville and to provide water for drinking and use of for the city. And this is the main dam that's found at Percy Priest Lake. Uh, do not stand on the highway to look at this. Uh, right now, because of the <laughs> last few weeks of not having much rain, the dam's not really active. But when it's raining, that dam is flowing. We don't condone Greg's actions there. My we, goodness, Greg. Greg, you're just you're. I wonder if he can he get to the other side of that in that little. Uh, I'm gonna see if he can overlook spot, hop, jump, and skip. Yeah, I think he can. I believe in him. He's he's good about maneuvering like that for the most part. Um, so it's over. It's over there a little bit more. Okay, so oh, we're oh, right at the base went, of the dam. He went, here's another view of the dam. Yeah, so that, uh, Greg got us. Dam. Look at that dam. <laughs> That's uh, a nice dam. And then let's see if we can send him to the other side of that in that little park area. Okay, I'm just going to the street. Greg, you have to go back in the hot air balloon real quick. Uh, yeah. Greg, you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah, he's, he's a, a tidbit confused in there. All right, so I guess he just can't go on to the actual dam. So there we go. Here we are. That's better. Thank you, Greg. Uh, so this, this is a great <laughs> visual of the the lake. Uh, this was taken in April. Greg took this in April of 2022, so probably okay. about the time we were there. Good job, Greg. Yeah. So And then Nashville Shores in the distance, you can see the water slide. Yeah, there's some marina the over there as well. Yeah. And that, that little area in the left uh, side of your screen is a park. Yep. Uh, very, very small park. Um, but 
really, really cool uh, view of the lakes, uh, several small islands in there. That's not near where the Bear Islands are or anything like that, but still great view of Percy Priest Lake. All right. So if you have any questions or comments about Percy Priest Lake, let them uh, let us know in the comments below. That was a struggle. Uh, just let us know in the comments below. What's your favorite thing about Percy Priest Lake? Or do you call it J Percy Priest Lake? Yeah. So uh, what's your favorite thing to do there? If it's uh, maybe walking, biking, uh, running around the trails, uh, there's a few hidden gems in our uh, hidden gems video on YouTube that talks about some features near Percy Priest Lake. Let us know in the comments what your favorite is. See you tomorrow. for listening to nashville daily to learn more about today's episode visit nashvilledailypodcast.com and to stay connected head to our discord and you can find the link at nashvilledailypodcast.com slash connect nashville daily is now offering tours if you'd like to take a tour of downtown nashville head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at nashvilledailypodcast.com nashville daily podcast is an explore.nash production copyright 2022